0: Man who spends hours in hardware stores seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Naomi writes from Duluth that she's familiar with these. Uh, 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 she thinks it's a, a trend of young people to string hammocks between trees. There's even a term for it. There is? Mocking.
1: Oh, you go uh, as in hammock. Shall we go mocking? Let's mock today. Oh, yeah. So you I, hang the. Yeah, I have a hammock in my backyard, but it's. Uh, I, I wouldn't do that in a park. Is
0: it a hammock strung
1: between two trees? Uh, one tree and
2: a a set pole. I see. In, in fact, isn't that where you were found the other night? I wouldn't say found. I would <laughs> found, say. I think would be the right term. I would right say term. retrieved. I would discovered, say retrieved. Discovered. <laughs>
1: We're Maybe at about Where's ten oh eight. Ten oh eight. Get hammock. My uh, my marital partner came out and said, "Well, huh? It might be a good time for you to come in." That the news is Gosh, on. It sounds to me like you got off easy. Covered in mosquito bites. Well, my as you got a result of, as a result of my friend that works at the airport. Yeah, I'm cut a lot of slack when I get a little well tired. Yeah, <laughs> tired after two martinis. He's
0: Mosquitoes alone what should have oh,
1: eaten uh, you that, up. Uh, I'll be all right. Yeah, He'll yeah. be all right out there. Don't worry about him. <laughs> Do you ever see these? You got a uh, lot of blood. The mosquitoes will come out hammered.
0: But... <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see these uh, these poppers you throw on the ground and they make a noise?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The little white. Um, yeah, they're just called poppers, aren't they? Uh, they're snappers. Uh, yeah, yeah, snappers. Yeah. I, my kids, I've loved. Them. My kids love them. All right. Well,
0: you got a you got an elementary school in Georgia who has they have permanently expelled a 10-year-old boy no. oh come no. on, permanently expelled no. for bringing the noisemakers to school early in may because they said they are explosive uh, they contain explosive compounds
1: uh um, no they're they're poppers they're not explosives. they're not, they're explosives. They're not expo- they, they do a a minor you know explosion you can't even call it an explosion you can't call
0: it an explosion it's
1: popping it makes a it's like a cap out. gun
0: you throw them on the ground right uh, right can you can't you buy them at the drugstore
1: yeah yeah. And they're very popular over Fourth of July well, or year round.
0: The Henry County, Georgia fourth grader reportedly brought what WSB TV calls popping noisemakers to a school bus stop and later on to the school itself. Well, that's because that's what you do when you're ten. Right? That's what every boy does, of
1: course. That's kid is wired normally.
0: According to the station, a student told the principal what happened at the bus stop, so the kid got ratted out for having the poppers. Oh,
1: Jesus! And that's how,
0: the school, that's how the school found out. Noel, the boy's mother, told WSB that the school district considers the popping noisemakers an explosive compound, and possessing them on school property is purportedly grounds for permanent expulsion. Okay, uh,
1: what? Uh, how do you rule? What? What has to happen here? Maybe you're getting to that.
0: According to WSB, Noel wants the decision reversed so that her son can go back to school. I can pop it in my hand," she told WSB. WSB, it doesn't harm you. It doesn't hurt. It makes a noise. They don't even make a spark," Noelle added, noting that she does not feel the popping noisemakers at all are at all dangerous. They just make a noise. That's been my experience with them. Yes. She went as far as to say her son reportedly wasn't even aware that the popping noisemakers were in his backpack. He thought he had popped all of them," she said, and later added that the punishment of expulsion is overkill. Well, of course it is. According to the station, the Henry County School System's district handbook indicates such punishment is applicable and reasonable when a student
1: brings an explosive compound to school. When they wrote that, what do you think they were talking about? A grenade, dynamite, uh, dynamite, maybe even a firecracker. That you know, I'll, I'll even give them that.
0: Noelle, however, can appeal the decision on her son's expulsion, according to the station. WSB reported that she plans to do just that. He's 10, Noelle said. He had no idea he was doing something wrong. Noelle explained that her son is distressed by the idea of not being able to attend school. Mom, what are we going to do next? Are we going to have to move, she said her son asked her. "How?" And then he says, how am I going to go to school?
1: See, See what they're doing now? They're making it worse because somebody's not stepping in and saying... You know what? Uh, that's that wasn't the uh, the thought that was written in, written into these rules when well, we first what, had them. Well,
0: here's what we have to remember: hmm. we have to remember that all across this land, uh, kids probably have brought poppers to school. Yes, and, and myself included. And the only one hmm. we're going to hear about is when it's so preposterous as this. In other words, many many schools probably have handled this before and and no one got expelled because common sense prevailed.
1: Okay.
0: Here's the here's one case where it where it didn't. So that's the one that will make the news. For, for your, I see what you're saying for yeah, our maybe. sanity we must be we must remember that for for every kid that gets expelled for bringing a pauper to school, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's the only kid in the United States who got permanent expulsion because he brought noisemakers to school, the you're only right,
1: one. M- normally, maybe Mrs. Crabtree comes down and says, "Stop it, uh, Jimmy, Billy! Hey, hey! Stop it! Put those away, or m- might even confiscate yeah. it. Say, give me those. You can have them after three o'clock when you're done." But for
0: every kid who got expelled, there's got to be a million who didn't. You're making me feel better.
1: Right. I'm gonna, I'm right?
0: gonna take I mean, that, that as our standard? pushback. Well, remember the state? Remember the channel I wanted to start last week? Only to, only to be Good told, deeds. only to be told that it already uh, exists. Good deeds uh, YouTube. Uh, channel. Uh, I'm sure that there are countless countless examples of kids who brought poppers to school and did not get expelled so we're fated uh, to hear about only the moron school people who would do such a ridiculous thing and be that harmful to a 10-year-old
1: yeah
0: that's just that's just cruelty to a 10-year-old he doesn't know why he should be expelled no, and he, his buddies are all in school he can't go to school because he brought a, a popper to school that's outrageous
1: and you're really messing with his mind and and his His frame of mind to be with his buddies. Mm -hmm. Staying home with his mom? Yeah, this is, it's
0: stupid. It's just a shame. I hope that uh, it gets reversed. I'm sure it will, by the way. Flashlight? Check. Tool belt? Check. Attitude? Check. He's
1: going in. Joe Suchere. I might be going you for a concerning well, you, you are the great denier. I am. Did
0: you read know about the whale that died from consuming all of the plastic bags? Yeah. You read,
1: already talked No, you didn't talk about no. this.
0: It was in the it was in the news over the weekend and it was in the uh, it was in the news again today. Rescuers cradled it in a shallow canal, their arms wrapped around its body it could not eat and struggled to swim and breathe red umbrellas were opened above it to block the harsh sun it was a race against time to save the male pilot whale slowly dying after it was discovered Monday in Thailand near the Malaysian border a team of rescuers deployed buoys to keep the mammal from slipping into the water and drowning as veterinarians tended to it it vomited five plastic bags during the rescue attempt the whale died Friday after a five-day fight the county's the country's Department of Marine and Coastal Resources said, becoming the latest high-profile casualty of marine life forced to live in oceans littered with human trash. I, I, I think I'm getting on board with this.
1: Well, how do you, okay.
0: An autopsy revealed dozens of plastic bags jamming the whale's stomach, weighing 17 pounds. That This this whale oh. had 17 pounds of plastic bags in his stomach. I wonder it didn't make it. Photos posted to social media showed so many long black plastic bags that authorities were running out of room to maneuver in the operating room without standing on trash. A bundle of white plastic is shown next to innards stretching across an operating table. Thai officials said they believe the whale mistook the floating plastic for food. Pilot whales primarily eat squid, but are also known to hunt octopus, cuttlefish, and small fish when squid prove elusive. The American... the American Seta Set The American Sheen Society said. What the hell is what that? that? C E uh, T A. Wait, T. C E T A. Okay. C E A N. Seta Sheen. Must have something to do with the ocean. Looking her up. Thon, a name I can't pronounce, a marine biologist and lecturer at Case Starts University in Bangkok told Agency France Press that the plastic probably prevented the whale from digesting food. If you have 80 plastic bags in your stomach, you die, he said, adding that at least 300 marine animals, including pilot whales, sea turtles, and dolphins die annually after ingesting plastic in Thai waters. Okay, I'm I'm on board, but I don't know what, we've talked about this before. I don't know what I'm supposed to do uh, more than I'm already doing. I don't know what I can do. I don't want a plastic bag of mine to end
1: up causing the death of a sea turtle. I, I would agree with you. Cytosheen. C- c- Cytosheen. 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 Belonging to the <laughs> Cetacea, an order of aquatic, chiefly marine mammals, including whales and dolphins. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, okay, so I go to the drugstore. Yep. They offer me a plastic bag. I don't take it. I say no. I say No. Because I'm being offered one for one single item, for example. I say, no, I don't want the bag. Uh, the newspapers come every morning in plastic sleeves. What am I supposed to do with that? No. But your one-man protest isn't going to do anything. No, the EU, is, the EU is getting ridiculed to some degree. Now I, I'm, begin, I'm glad I didn't ridicule them. They want to ban plastic <laughs> straws and Q-tips. They want to ban them. I don't ban Q-tips. How are you going to clean your ears? Right.
1: Oh, nothing feels better.
0: But the million-dollar idea came up last week. The craft brewery in Florida that's making their six-pack rings – out of compo- uh, an edible substance.
2: We uh, brought this up on Thursday night. Yeah. The Fred and I did. Yeah. And apparently I, I, I received a few emails from other breweries that are also doing the same thing, which I think is great. It's
1: going to solve the problem. So, well, uh, uh, with, with six-pack ties anyway. The plastic bag problem. Why couldn't plastic bags
0: be made out of the same material that this brewery came up with to, to create the
2: six-pack rings? Or couldn't they be dissolvable? Yeah. You know, you get it into water, kind of just.
1: Yeah, but then this, uh, I think you have, for the six-pack problem, the weight is evenly distributed. Yeah. Uh, For a bag, you're putting a little more stress weight-wise versus. We we talked about this, too, and I can't
0: remember what answer we came up with. So let's say I go to Walgreens and I take the plastic bag
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I throw it away. I, I I don't think they're recyclable. I don't think the Eureka wants them. I throw it in the fire pit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she gone. Mm-hmm. Ain't no animal gonna swallow that. <laughs> uh I don't know I don't know what the other how, how do I prevent it from getting to Florida?
0: And I remember we got calls from people who said, well, they, they blow out of the back of the trash truck and you know they're they're on the wind and they're
1: they just end up in the ocean okay but then then is it paper then are are we now we have to with all the recycling that we do you know rock 10 over here has got nothing but recyclables why don't let's just go with paper you're not we're not harming trees it can all be 100 percent recyclable paper bags that we're using that dissolve and you don't have that in the ocean what am I doing here with one? Who is that? That's Gary. Gary, hi, Joe. Hi.
3: Uh, we take all of our plastic newspaper sleeves um, and uh, bags that we get at uh, pharmacies, what have you, and collect all of those. And in the front front lobby of a lot of the grocery stores, there's a receptacle where you can just stuff them in there, and they take care of them.
0: Yeah, they throw them away. <laughs> they throw, well, but, yeah, but they they're not putting them into the ocean. No, but what are, what are, see, that's where I need to know. I wonder what they're doing with them. Are they, in fact, recyclable? Uh, as far as I know, they are, and that's where that's how they're being dealt with. All right, I'll look for that in the grocery store. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. That, of course, would presuppose that I would actually ever go to a grocery store. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I could hand them to the CP and say, hey, hey. look for some bin to put these in.
2: <laughs> yeah, that'd go over uh, yeah, well. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, while you're going hey, down go there down. to get me some food,
0: <laughs> why don't you throw these bags away? Hey. I got a bundle here. Yeah, right here. Come oh, yeah. on, take this a little, bundle. You got twine? I'll tie them up for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them tied up with <laughs> tape.
1: I don't. I don't know what the and, answer is because they're very convenient. And and it started that movement started because the Euphorians did not want to use paper bags. Listen to this. Well,
0: in Minneapolis they got in a salon, and they decided to ban plastic bags. Yep. Uh, Okay, that's precious and what have you. But if we could be offered some assurances that a ban on plastic bags, plastic straws, plastic forks and utensils, if all of that would prove useful Mm -hmm. to declogging waterways with the stuff, you'd be hard-pressed to ridicule it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I could because that, that common sense is working there. In April, a 33-foot sperm whale weighing nearly 15,000 pounds was found dead on a Spanish beach. More than 60 pounds of trash clogged its digestive system. Almost. And in 2016, some of the more than 30 beached sperm, wheel, sperm whales on the shores of Europe were found with plastic debris in their stomach, according to the National Geographic, including a large fishing net, an engine cover, and shards of a plastic bucket okay i I can claim with certainty that I was not responsible for any of that debris that was found in these whales. The bucket, the engine cover, right i I did not discard a bucket or an engine cover, right. okay. i'm I'm off the hook on that whale, right, right. But how do I know that a plastic bag I got at Walgreens in 2012 isn't now in the ocean off the coast of Thailand?
1: I hope it's not, and I doubt it is. But I I don't know. You can't track them. And uh, again, how are
0: yours? Here's an environmental statistic, and we won't ridicule it. More than 5 trillion pieces of trash and counting are in the world's oceans, according to a 2014 study. Of course, we don't know who did the study. Of that, nearly 270,000 tons of large and small plastic debris are floating on the surface. A study published last year, and we don't get told who did the study. This is a Washington Post piece. Reporting is pathetic. It's in the Star Tribune. A study published last year found that 83% of water samples from more than a dozen nations were contaminated with plastic fibers. Okay, I I believe that. I don't know who did the study, but... That's believable. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well... I don't know what to do. Okay, but aren't, you know, uh, this was off the coast of Thailand. We for must the... do something about this. Harumph. Well, but aren't our shores, are we shipping out trash mean? and dumping it into the ocean? I hope not. Uh, I, I, I would imagine these other countries are. Maybe uh, poorer well,
0: nations. Uh, Thailand and Malaysia are not nearly as environmentally conscientious as the United States.
1: No, I understand that. So I'm thinking maybe they could learn a thing or two from us and, and not dump their stuff in the ocean. Phil?
0: Yeah. Hey, so I was just going to let you know I was recently out in Baltimore, Maryland. Yep. And they got the Baltimore Harbor there, right? It's called the Inner Harbor. Okay. The Inner Harbor. They got these boats out there that look like something Irwin Jacobs sold them to eat milfoil. Yep. And all they do is they drive around and eat the garbage that's floating on the top of the water. Really. And there's so much garbage that washes in after a storm. Yep. That the boats can't get to the docks. Wow. It's sick. As long as we got garbage, there's going to be a problem. All right. Thank you.
1: Well, I mean, how do you argue what, with what him? What it
0: all boils down to is personal responsibility. Right. But that still leaves us the question, what the hell am I supposed to do with the plastic bag?
1: Throw them in the fire pit.
0: All right. Is, uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we'll be back in just a <laughs> oh, moment. Oh, yeah, that's right. No. But now, thanks to our not. great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated it's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now.
4: Well, we are looking at a decent day in the stock market today. Seems we have a little optimism from Friday's employment report that has carried through the weekend. Right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 180 points. The NASDAQ Composite ahead 49 points. And the S&P 500 is up 12. Facebook is embroiled in a brand-new user data scandal. The New York Times is reporting the social network made agreements with at least 60 companies that make phones and other devices that gave them access to the personal information of users' friends without their consent. The report says the companies involved include Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and BlackBerry for the second time in two weeks candy maker Necco has a new owner the maker of Necco Wafers Conversation Hearts and Clark Bars was purchased by Spangler Candy Company for $18.8 million at a bankruptcy auction on May 23rd but that deal collapsed a few days later when Spangler wanted the purchase price adjusted over the weekend C. Dean Metropolis the billionaire investor who rescued Twinkies, Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer and Chef Boyardee stepped in to buy Necco for just over 17 million dollars i'm bruce mayo with your money now on 1500 espn
1: all right sir thank you very much for that candy news Uh, we expect more in the next couple of weeks okay we'll work on it sounds good check out 1500 espn.com why well there's a website there that tells you all about the shows how to listen online and it also tells you what station events are coming up You might want to check that one out. Things like the Adrian Heath Show live at the Nomad World Pub. Six to seven, that's tomorrow night. Join 1500 ESPN and Heineken for a live Adrian Heath Show broadcast. Yep, check it out. There is more information at 1500 ESPN. Live from the seat of gumption. Commencing garage logic
4: segment number eight.
0: Let me take Lenny. Sure. Lenny, go ahead. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Good. Just a quick comment. Uh, Down here, I'm calling from down by Winona. All right. And outside the grocery store, they have a bags-to-benches recyclable bin that supposedly takes the low-grade bags that they give you and turn them into even lower-grade benches, beams, you know, whatever.
1: Very but, good, uh, thank you, Lenny. Wait, Lenny, hey, you're welcome. Yeah. Take care, boy. Yeah. Wait, Lenny, audio yes, separated sir. at birth, and Johnny Height picked up on this. Lake detective. Uh huh. Say something else, Lenny. Say, uh, I went to Evie's Corner in Winona. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, uh, it's still there.
0: I uh, I actually graduated high school with a guy that owns it. <laughs> He's
1: not Eby anymore, but uh, is he a Winhawk by that same name? <laughs> a Winhawk or a Pardon? Rambler? Matt,
0: we're done now. <laughs> we're done now, Matt that uh, Lenny's voice is not even remotely similar to the what? late Detectives. No. Not
1: even close. I mean,
0: yeah, it is. No, no. I'm
1: well, an expert when, when it comes to audio I segment, I'll, I'll grab his call and we'll uh, okay. find out. Because I really, right. I do, I think you're... Here's John,
2: Height. Thanks, Joe. When well, you grab that audio, you're going to include the part about his buddy owning the store? Yeah, EB's corner. Yeah. Great fire in Winona. Partly sunny and eighty-one
3: degrees this update, <laughs> brought to you by Metafast. Twins with the day off. They will play a doubleheader tomorrow against the White Sox at Target Field. One of those a makeup game. First game starts at 3 10. Second game follows. The Gophers won their first regional in 19 NCAA tournament appearances under Coach John Anderson with a thirteen to eight win over UCLA last night. The Gophers will now face Oregon State. Uh, that could be a tough task. They're the number two team in the country behind Florida. The be- Savers. Mm-hmm. best of three series in corvallis oregon the winner moves on to the college world series
2: it was a shame i i wasn't able to go to any of the games this weekend because my own baseball schedule didn't uh didn't allow that for that to happen but that looked like a festive fun baseball yeah. atmosphere at siebert field over the weekend really
0: did did they play last night six o'clock yes Cause it was gorgeous by six o'clock yes it was
2: yeah.
3: Per- yes, didn't yesterday get perfect, Joe? It got once, perfect. Once the clouds yeah, it, oh, got it was perfect. just wonderful. Uh, news notes from today, updating a story we had last hour. Uh, yes, now Attorney General Lori Swanson has jumped into the race for Minnesota governor. She announced she'll compete with the DFL's August primary against State Representative Aaron Murphy and U.S. Representative Tim Walls. Swanson announced the plans early this afternoon at a news conference in Minneapolis. At her side, U.S. Rep Rick Nolan northeast of Northeastern Minnesota, who will be her lieutenant governor running mate. A press release debuted the team as, quote, Minnesota's problem-solving ticket. After mulling a run for governor, Swanson said earlier this year she'd run for re-election to attorney general. But that campaign derailed at this weekend's DFL state convention in Rochester. She was unable to secure the party endorsement for attorney general. Matt Pelican was endorsed for attorney general by the Dems instead.
1: I wonder if he changed his name to kind of steal your nickname, Matt Pelican. <laughs> the Pelican? Yeah, so, so uh, as to get into office. It is with a K,
3: just so you know. Oh, okay. Minneapolis police officials have uh, proposed hiring more officers to serve the increasing population of the University of Minnesota neighborhoods, despite some backlash from community groups. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry and Minneapolis Police Department Chief Madaria Arredondo proposed the increase in February, according to the Minnesota Daily. It seeks to maintain a ratio of about two officers per 1,000 citizens. Adding officers would help address safety concerns, they say, as more residents move into neighborhoods around the university. They also said additional officers could mean quicker response times to any problems around the U. It was a historic moment today in Saudi Arabia. They issued driving licenses to 10 women. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Yeah, they've never. (laughs) Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman gave the order, which reverses a decades-old prohibition in the conservative kingdom, along with other reform efforts, such as lifting a ban on women attending sporting events and allowing movie theaters in Saudi Arabia. Permitting women to drive has been a focus for human rights activists in
2: that country. Let me ask a question. Yes, sir. Uh, Why just 10? Is that the only 10 that applied the, for well, the a license? These or? 10
3: took their test right away. That's why. And it actually doesn't start. They won't be allowed to start driving until June 24th in the kingdom. So there'll be more than 10 by the time the, the date actually rolls around.
1: Any um, potential applicants for maybe the um, Detroit Motor Speedway or whatever <laughs> it's called for, the, uh, oh, for, for the, the pace
3: car? The pace car. A video posted on Twitter shows the first woman being handed a driver's license by officials uh, the first 10 took a brief driving test before getting their license, as they'd already held licenses to drive in other countries like the UK and Lebanon. In addition, driving schools have been set up in five different Saudi cities. Police investigating a sexual assault suspect discovered hundreds of snakes, mice, and other small animals, including some that had died in the foul smelling basement of the man's southeastern Wisconsin home. West Bend Police say officers found 160 snakes. More than 250 mice, as well as geckos and frogs in the house, snakes ranging from six inches to two feet in length. Many were in poor health. A 42-year-old man has been arrested on preliminary charges of sexual assault, domestic abuse, and battery. He's expected to be charged with additional crimes and civil cold violations. A neighbor Crystal Frederick called the incident very disturbing. What does is,
0: what is, what is no, the wait. sexual assault have we to a do with,
3: there. with the animals? Uh, nothing. They they just discovered the animals when they went to his house to oh, arrest him. Oh, he was sure. Char- okay. Yes. In other words, he's a complete crackpot. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. West Bend is about 40 miles northeast of Milwaukee. Uh, weird twist. Did you guys see the story over the weekend of the woman that drove onto to the Little League field in yes. Maine?
0: God help us, I did.
3: Did you see the follow-up? No. I didn't see the uh, there's a weird twist here.
0: Well, set up the story
3: then. Okay. Uh, woman with a history of drunken driving convictions drove oh. her car onto a baseball field in Maine Jeez. during a game, police said, striking and killing a Vietnam veteran, a man who confessed five years ago to killing a four-year-old girl in an alcohol-fueled 1968 hit-and-run. Really? And he was being credited with being a hero in this case. And he was, apparently, in this case. Screaming bystanders and ballplayers fled as Carol Sherrow of Sanford, Maine, drove through a gate onto the field Friday night. Video showed the car driving around the infield, turning over home plate, and then heading toward the stands behind third base. Witnesses say when she entered the field, she was going at least 50 miles an hour. Douglas Parkhurst of West Newfield was near the park's main gate when he was hit, and Sherrow sped away. A witness said uh, the man whose grandson played on the team was trying to push children out of the way to save them from getting hit. He died on the way to the hospital. Nobody else was hurt. Uh, Cheryl did not speak during her first court appearance today. She's being held on half a million dollars bail. The court also ordered a mental health evaluation. No motive yet. She does have two previous drunken driving convictions in Maine and New Hampshire, according to police. Now, Parkhurst, the fellow that was killed, mm-hmm. he was never charged in the hit-and-run death that killed Carolee Ashby in New York on Halloween night, 1968. The statute of limitations had long run out when Parkhurst walked into a police station in 2013 and confessed after two interviews with investigators. In his four-page confession, Parkhurst said he and his brother had been drinking before he hit the girl. He said, while well, I drove through the city of Fulton, I heard a thud. It sounded like I hit a dog. I don't know where I hit anything. Parker said he didn't see what he hit, so he didn't stop. He said, I don't remember seeing any kids, but I believe in my heart I did hit the little Ashby girl with my car. Parker's told police on the night of the hit and run he hit a guard post, but admitted in his confession that was a lie. He said, that did not happen, and I don't know why the police never challenged me on this. I guess I wish they had, because I probably then would have told them the truth. Does this make him susceptible to action by whoever is surviving this child? I wonder. Uh, that's a good question. I I don't know. Uh, her sister is still alive. She was the little girl that got killed. And in fact, uh, when she heard this news, she said they've never forgiven this man when they found out it was him. Mm-hmm. And she says even though he apparently saved some kids this night, it'll still take some uh, yeah, going I think that takes to forgive right him right. of anything. So what we
0: don't know about this idiot woman is whether she was intending to mow down children or she just
3: was so hammered. She didn't know where she was. Correct. We have no idea about a motive or
2: mm-hmm. if she was just that drunk. And that, forgive uh, me if you mention this. Did mm-hmm. she have a license to drive? Because uh, you said she had prior that convictions. I, I, that I don't know. Okay. Or
3: that I'm not sure of.
2: Mm-hmm. My God.
3: A hotel valet had a lucky escape. Unfortunately, the luxury sports car he was trying to park did not. Australian media we say... we got the, a theme with the news today. A lot of driving <laughs> stories. Australian media say the valet drove a soft-top Porsche Carrera... Under another vehicle last Thursday outside the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Sydney, Australia. One job. That's hard to do. Yeah. Emergency workers had to cut the driver out from the Porsche as the crowd watched. Uh, the uh, valet was embarrassed, a little bit shocked, but was okay otherwise.
1: And ready to update his resume. But here's, here's where reporting will be.
0: Unless you have it, here's where reporting is going to fail us. We need to know what kind of car he drove the Porsche
3: under. Uh, I did see a picture. What would accommodate I, that? I couldn't, uh, I didn't know the make, I, but I did see a picture and I could definitely recognize the Carrera. A monster truck. Uh, no well, I'm r-
0: serious. It had to be a big truck or something.
3: Uh, it was a bigger vehicle, yes. Yeah. Uh, more more like an SUV uh, shaped
2: vehicle. It was green.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the green one, Joe. What kind of car did he <laughs> drive the Porsche under? A uh, green one. A green want. one, you know. Uh, is uh, Dave Dahl available? <laughs> no, nope. oh, it's going to be Sam Ryan. I mean, Sam Ryan? Yep.
1: Sam Ryan and his Garage Logic Forecast brought to you in part by the Duluth Trading Company with locations in Fridley, Bloomington, now Woodbury, and
5: of course, the original Duluth. Here is Sam Ryan in the TCL Broadcast Studios. All right. Thanks, Joe. Well, for the rest of the evening here, we're going to see partly cloudy skies, fairly mild conditions. But later on, closer to midnight tonight, we could have a few isolated thunderstorms developing. It's off a very weak frontal boundary. Right now, it's way up near Brainerd, but it's going to be sagging south. And that will be the focus for some of these isolated showers or thunderstorms. They'll clear on out, though, through the overnight. We'll drop down to a low near 60. And then tomorrow, another beautiful day is in store for us with with highs near 81 degrees, partly cloudy skies and light winds out of the southeast. By tomorrow night, there'll be another round of thunderstorms. Now, this time they'll be forming way out west and then moving through by Wednesday morning. So we'll have to watch out, excuse me, have to watch out for a, f- a few of these storms to become severe. We'll have the threats for damaging winds and large hail, nothing unusual from what we've already seen this year. High temperatures for Wednesday will reach 85 degrees, and we'll stay in those low 80s pretty much all the way through the weekend with another round of thunderstorms possible Friday night and into the first half of the day on Saturday. And Joe, I have your records. June 4. 96. 96. In 1968. In
0: 1968. And 38. 38. In 1998. In 1998. Thank you. All right, thanks. <clears throat> a 39-year-old, I'm going to be talking about Dennis Kirk here in a few minutes. Yeah. And there's many reasons why you should be careful on a motorcycle, but always, absolutely always be wearing the best clothing and shoes, too. Right, yes. yeah. I don't know that would have helped this guy. A 39-year-old off-duty firefighter was killed when his motorcycle struck a large bear on a central Oregon highway, uh, threw him from, the, from his bike, and then he was hit by another vehicle. The bear died, too. Rhett Larson of Bend, Oregon, died at the scene of Saturday night's crash on Highway 26 near Warm Springs. Uh, Larson struck the bear, which also died when it ran onto the highway. Larson was thrown from his bike and hit by a Ford Sport utility vehicle traveling in the opposite direction. Mm. The SUV driver was flown to a hospital with serious injuries. And then we just lost a guy in Minnesota from Decorah, Iowa. Yeah. Uh, He was killed Friday after the motorcycle he was riding hit a horse. I always thought we had to look out for deer, but those are... Uh, According to the uh, Fillmore County Sheriff's Office officers, uh, deputies were called to a stretch of Highway 44 near Mabel on reports of a motorcyclist hitting a horse. Investigators learned the man was eastbound on Highway 44 when he struck the horse. The sheriff's office said the man was pronounced dead at the scene and the horse also died. The Fillmore County Sheriff's Office will release the identity of the man once his family has been notified. Uh, what is the date of this story? His family might have been notified by now, I don't know, but there's a bear who took out a biker and a horse.
1: A horse is highly unusual. A bear, I can understand a little bit more that that could possibly happen. But it I took me was uh, about deer.
0: It, it took me a long time uh to 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 be at peace with the fact that I was riding among deer. And and I got over it. I I I became I became accepting of it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh but then I stopped riding, essentially. Uh, Too risky? I had a nice run. I've kept a bike, but it got to the point where I realized, okay, if I, go, if I hit a bear yep. and I live, who knows how long it would take to recover from whatever injuries you'd get. Right. So I said, you know what? It's a younger
1: man's game. In the interest of my family, I think you made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, not mine, right, but yours. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yours, good luck to him. But yeah. in the interest of my family, I, I, it might surprise you, but I need you here.
0: And I've seen, when I was riding, I saw a bear on the side of the road, but it, it, it chose not to run out onto the road. Chances are this fireman in, in Oregon, he went around a curve, and there was a bear.
1: This is what I don't understand. You can't, you can't do a thing about <laughs> but it. This is what I don't understand about uh, motorcycle riding. Motorcycle riders love the thrill of the wind in their their hair, and they're you know taking their their gal to the whatever dive bar. What's your it's question? Be. When do you get to relax? I wouldn't be relaxed driving on sixty miles an hour on a on a country road in Wisconsin or winding my way through the hills because of that.
0: Well, two things: one, I wouldn't be going sixty on a winding country road, and two, what if you're describing perfectly what I found so invigorating about motorcycle riding is that it was the time in my life when I was the most focused about anything. No stray thoughts were in my head. It was in and of itself that created a kind of weird relaxation. Okay. Because the only thing you're trying to do is not die. Right, awareness. You're and just trying not out. to die. Got it. And at the end of the journey, you, you've earned the cold one. You know what I mean? You're good you get, at that. You, you get off the bike and you say, okay, I did it. I, I made it. You are
1: good at trying not to die.
0: That's right. <laughs> yes. University of Garage Logic, ninety-eight. College of Self Esteem. Zip, nada, nothing. Here's Joe you.
4: Uh,
0: no ball game tonight, but that's not going to prevent us. From the sports segment of the show coming up. We've got some sports to talk about. 1500 ESPN is
1: KSTP. It's good or done. St. Paul, Minneapolis. 81 degrees, Brock. Okay, bro. yeah. All right, 81, let's go. Sports Talk next. This